Shalom. My name is Elder Alicia Halliburton, and I'm so excited to be able to share with you once again in our prayer school. So if this is your first time joining us, thanks for joining. We have been laying some awesome foundation as it relates to prayer, how to be effective in prayer, why it's important, the different types of prayer. If you miss it, you've been missing out. So I definitely encourage you to go back and catch up and uh, and it, it'll definitely be a blessing to you. So I also want to say thank you to our pastor who has given us the opportunity to share on this platform and who has taught and trained me so that I'm able to share with you. So what we're actually going to be talking about today is travailing prayer, travailing prayer. You guys ready? Hopefully you've been look lifting weights. You got some endurance because travailing prayer, you're going to need it. So um, one of the things or, or one of the major concepts when it relates to travailing prayer or something that oh, we'll, we'll never forget it um, if you've been through it is going through the labor process and bringing a child into the earth. So my ladies, I'm sure those of you who have gone through that process you know what it means to travail. You understand uh, what it means to give your all, to uh, push that baby out. And so similarly, when we look at travail, and what we're going to do in a minute here is look at it um, from, look at it in the Hebrew and really get an understanding of what this type of prayer is and what it's designed to do. So let's look. And I actually um, wanted to share the types of, or excuse me, the stages of labor, right? So again, we talked about how travailing is like having a baby. <laughs> and so there are four stages of labor. The early labor, you know, when it first starts, you, you're having some contractions here and there, but for the most part, you know, you may laugh in between, uh, you know, have a good time, drink some water, eat some popcorn, do whatever. But then things start to pick up. And we get to eventually a point which is called transition. And so my ladies who have been uh, been through this know when you get to that transition point, it is the point of no return. It's like, okay, we're doing this. There's no turning back. Um, you know, I've been blessed to go through this process three times and um, I'm, I'm thankful that the father allowed me to go through that process and I know what transition is. And so really that transition stage is the part uh, where travailing takes place. So, and then after the baby is born, there's postpartum, uh, the delivery of the placenta, et cetera, et cetera. So when we look at the uh, definition of travail, just in the English, it means to engage in painful or laborious effort. That's a lot. It just sounds like what a lot of work and pain and suffering. <laughs> so of course, when we are in prayer, um, we aren't suffering or in physical pain, but what it's uh, dealing with. And so again, we're talking about um, the English concept of labor and delivery. It's dealing with expectation, hope, waiting, perseverance, uh, holding on until we get the results that we are looking for and that we are seeking. 
So when we look at the Hebrew um, breakdown, it's the, the word for travail in Hebrew is yahal, and it's spelled yud hai lamed. And we know that yud is dealing with uh, power, is dealing with uh, uh, what is strong, authority. It comes from the uh, fifth, uh, er, er, excuse me, um, I'm about to go through my, <laughs> it comes from the 10th letter. There it is. I'm about to sing the song so I can remember. But anyways, it comes from the 10th letter of the Hebrew alphabet. Then we have the high and it's dealing with what is revealed, something uh, coming forth. And we know that also it's dealing with revealing heaven on earth. And then we have Lamed, which is dealing with uh, authority. So when we look at this word, it's dealing with being authorized with power to bring forth what has been hidden. Similar to when a woman is pregnant with a child, you, although you can tell something's in there, <laughs> you know something's in there, right? But you can't see the child. You don't know um when the child exactly is coming. And I, I'm so amazed at the father and how he has orchestrated things and how um, even the timing of labor and delivery, you know, is a period of 40 weeks and 40 corresponds with the Hebrew olive uh, bet mem. And so that mem, when it is closed, it's talking about a secret. And then when it's open, then the secret is revealed. Similar to when a, want, a woman's womb opens, uh, then that secret is revealed. So that is the concept when we're talking about travailing prayer. What is happening is there's something that the father has deposited or something that the father wants to accomplish in the earth. And we must stay the course, stay focused, uh, continue to pray until it is revealed. Now, what we don't want to do is to confuse this or to mix this up with doubting, with uh, lack of expectation. No, 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 no. That's not what's going on with travailing prayer. There's full, we're full of hope, full of expectation, full of faith, knowing that the father has uh, given us uh, instructions of what to accomplish. And what we are doing is being persistent and consistent until we see it manifest in the natural, knowing that the process is already done in the spiritual. So we're going to look at the word and we're going to look at some examples of this concept to ensure that we have proper understanding of what it means. So um, travail requires the following. It requires focus. Just like, uh, you know, when a woman is in labor, when you're going through that transition period, at that point, you don't want to do no too much talking, right? You, you don't, you don't want to do too much playing around. As a matter of fact, I'm reminded of when I was in labor and um, my mom and my husband were in the delivery room and they, somebody cracked a joke and they were laughing. And I said, why are y'all laughing? I'm over here suffering in pain. Like, it's not time for that. <laughs> uh, and I can laugh at that now, but in the moment, absolutely no. I'm, I'm focused and I want everybody to be focused with me. Okay, so travailing prayer requires us to focus. It also requires faith. And so uh, we know that faith, um, is is the is the word imuna and olive mem noon and so there's that mem again um, and noon is talking about life. See the other uh, concept that 
connects to travailing prayer is a seed, right? So just like when you plant a seed in the ground, everything that, um, or let's say, for example, you have an apple seed. Everything, uh, as a matter of fact, in one apple seed is millions of apple trees, right? Because you plant that seed and then uh, a plant begins to grow. It eventually grows into a tree that produces apples that have more seeds and it, it's eternal. It just continues to go on and on and on. So when how does that connect to travailing prayer? Well, when we have, when the seed or when the word has been planted on the inside of us, it has to produce. It has everything that it needs on the inside of that seed when the seed was planted, right? So that's the thing about travailing prayer is we're not praying until we believe. No, we already believe. We already have clear instructions from Elohim. And what we're doing is birthing that into the natural, what has already been established in the spiritual. And it's so amazing because as ambassadors or representatives of the kingdom of heaven, that is our job. That is our design is to duplicate heaven on earth, is to birth that forth. And so at times, um, you know, you you may have done this and not even realize what was happening. For example, I, I can clearly, um, I'm actually thinking of uh, when we had a all night prayer <laughs> and I must've been maybe 10 or 11 years old, but I just began to pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit. And you can, you can sense when that intensity is picking up. And it was just like, I mean, I just couldn't, couldn't stop. I just couldn't let it go. And I, I would groan and moan and, and, uh, and, you know, and, and I knew that as I was praying, things were happening something was shifting. And, you know, as a result of the prayers that went forth, we were able to uh, build, uh, man, what was it? Over 20,000 square foot building. Mind you, in the natural, it didn't seem like that should have been possible. But because we had faith and because we knew the assignment that the father had given us, we were faithful and we travailed and we got results. So what we're going to do, let's go ahead and look at an example of this. Um, let's go to first Kings, Malachim Aleph. Yes. Uh, let's look at the travailing prayer of Eliahu, who was a powerful man of Elohim. And so reading in Malachim Aleph uh, chapter 17, now, Eliahu, the Tishbite from Tisbe in Gilead said to Ahab, as Yahweh, the Elohim of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither dew nor rain in the next few years, except at my word. So uh, you should go back and read the full story because we, we don't have time to, to um, go through the whole thing. But essentially, uh, Elihu was being obedient to what the father told him to do, right? And so the promise that that um, was made was it's not going to rain. So then in Malachim Olive uh, 18, after a long time in the third year, the word of Yahweh came to Elihu. 
Go and present yourself to Ahab and I will send rain on the land. So Elihu went to present himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria. So that's significant. Now the famine was severe because in the natural, right? It hadn't rained. And it said uh, after in a long time, <laughs> it hadn't rained in a long time. They were in the third year when the word of Yahweh came. And so naturally there was no evidence that rain was even possible, right? So I'm sure when uh, when he went, and so let's go to, um, let's continue reading in 18 verse 41. And Elihu said to Ahab, go eat and drink for there is a sound of heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elihu climbed to the top of Carmel, bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees. So he began to travail and, and, and back it up where it talks about go eat and drink for there's the sound of a heavy rain. Before the rain even hit the ground, he already knew that it was done. He already was in expectation. It was already done, right? But then he began to travail. And so uh, verse 43, go and look toward the sea, he told his servant. And he went up and looked. There's nothing there, he said. Seven times Elihu said, go back. That's so significant because first of all, seven is dealing with a covenant cycle, right? But how many of us, when, you know, um, let's say, for example, you heard the father say something, right? And you, you, um, you know, are believing for something, but then you go in the natural and is no evidence of it, of it happening. Right. And then you're like, well, I think, I mean, I think that's what the father said. I think that's what he told me to do. And, and doubt tries to come in. No, with travailing prayer, we already must be convinced. We already must know uh, what it is the father is trying to accomplish and believe it until we see the results. So what did Elihu do? He said, go back, go back again, go back again, go back again. He continued to, um, be consistent. And not only that, he stayed in position because what did he do? He told his servant to go out and look and he stayed in his position of travailing prayer until he saw results. So seven times he did that. Then the seventh time the servant reported a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elihu said, go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. See, at that point, he knew it is manifested. Even though it said, even though still, there was still no rain, right? There was only a small cloud. And so uh, now I'm thinking about that scripture in Matthew that talks about if you have faith, uh, the size of a mustard seed. Uh, as a matter of fact, let's look at that because I do have that on here. Um, let's look at that. Yes, in Matthew chapter 17, it says, for truly I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. So here, 
uh, a lot of people don't understand this scripture and they miss just jack it all up and think that it's saying, if you just have a little bit of faith, a little bit of believing, then you can move a mountain. The father is not, will not be mocked. I almost said something else. <laughs> the father is very intelligent, right? So it's us that don't understand this concept. So what it's, it's not saying that you can have a little bit of faith, meaning um, just believe a little bit. No, faith is all or nothing. It's, it's faith is when we, when we're living in faith, when we're living out of our spirit, right there, it's, it's fully said and done. It's a hundred percent. There is no little bit of faith or, or uh, a little bit of uh, a doubt or anything. Nothing, none of that. What it's talking about though, is the law of the seed. When a seed is planted, Everything is in that seed to bring forth the full product. So that's what we were dealing with earlier. So this is one of the laws that governs travailing prayer is that that's why Elihu, as soon as he saw um, in the natural, what he already knew was manifested, was a done deal in the spiritual realm. He said, oh, that's it. We got it. Right. Because the seed was there. And so it's the same thing. Um, with us, when we're in travailing prayer, we must be completely clear on what the Father has instructed us to do and make sure that we're standing in full hope and full expectation uh, of, of what is going to be produced. So um, let's, let's go back because I don't know if I, did I finish reading that? Okay. And so he said, hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. Meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose, a heavy rain started falling and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. The power of Yehovah came on Elijah and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. So there we have it the power of travailing prayer. So when we are travailing, you must stand in expectation until it manifests with the natural. It's not the time to drink water. It's not the time to be lax. It's the time to buckle down and to pray. Now, the other thing is, this is not a two-year process, right? The father, he is able and, and did do it in a moment, in an instant. Um, and I'm even thinking about, there's another scripture. Um, let me see if I have it in here. Yes. In uh, uh, Yeshayaha, Isaiah 66, it says, who has ever heard of such things? Who has ever seen things like this? Can a country be born in a day or a nation be brought forth in a moment? Yet no sooner is Zion in labor than she gives birth to her children. Do I bring to the moment of birth and not give delivery? See, the father is saying, uh, and it said, do I close up the womb when I bring to delivery, says your Elohim? So again, when we're in travailing, we must be an expectation. We must know for a surety that this thing is going to happen, even when in the natural, it looks bleak, even when it's painful, even when I'm thinking about now, you know, when that woman is going through transition. Uh, and I remember even the first time when I gave birth and I was like, wait a minute. I don't know if I can do this, <laughs> but I mean, what, 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 what can you do? 
make the baby go back up. No, right? It has to come forth. So it's the same thing. We have to stick it through. Don't give up. Don't abort the baby. Don't abort. Don't pluck up that seed um, with doubt. Don't uh, stop the father from uh, fully completing the mission. Don't abort the mission, right? So when the father has assigned us something to get done, uh, a task to accomplish, we must see it through to the end. We must, that's why uh, I'm thinking of even about the scripture that says um, the person who turns back or takes their hand from the gospel plow is unfit, right? So we need some endurance, right? We can't, we can't give up. It's not the time to draw back or to quit. That's even as it relates to speaking the truth, right? We must go forth. We must continue to plow, continue to be faithful. Um, so, so at any rate, dealing with um, travailing prayer, we must apply the law of the seed and the law of expectation. So let's, um, I'm, my time is winding up. Let's look at uh, the process and we will um, end it here. So there are three steps in the process of travailing prayer. The first one is receiving the word, receiving the assignment, receiving the father's seed. So again, there's that seed once it has been planted. And the other thing is, that's why it's so important for us to know the voice of Holy Spirit and be able to distinguish his voice, make sure that we know his voice and that we're not listening to our soul, that we're not listening to uh, our emotions, not listening to, because see the father, um, he's able to use that, but the Holy Spirit that lives in our born again spirit, when you hear his voice, you know, you've heard his voice. There's no doubt about it. So we have to make sure that when we receive that word, that there's nothing, no contaminants in us that would uh, distort it, that would change it, right? That would mar it, that it's clear. We have clear vision uh, of what the father wants us to do. Then after we've received, received it and that seed has been planted, now we must speak the word. Now we must stand in expectation and speak the word that we receive from the father, no matter what is going on in the natural realm, no matter what that doctor said, right? I'm going to make sure that I travail. And it's not just talking about, uh, you know, you, the father may place it on your heart to, uh, travail in prayer on behalf of another person. However, we must be careful with that because uh, the father would never, um, he, he does not override someone's will. However, when we're in travailing prayer and see even the Holy Spirit travails on our behalf, right? And, and the scripture talks about that. Um, so at any rate, we must speak his word. We must stand in expectation. And then the third step is praying the word that we receive until it is manifested. So I pray that something that was said was uh, helpful to you, that as you travail, that you do not grow faint, that you do not grow weary and well-doing, that you're able to see it until the end, stay, um, stay steadfast and unmovable, and that the Father will get the increase. Shalom.